Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like you need an outfit. Come on, like a come on song. Uh, on. I'm going to do it then. I'm going to play that in the background next time. <laughs> you need a cape. Okay. Each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about, and we go toe-to-toe, arguing our differing opinions. All right, but here's why we do this, guys, because there is more than one way to succeed in real estate, and the best bet for you is to find the way that's authentic to you, because then you can enjoy the business, you'll be more effective, and we got to stop trying to emulate other people that aren't like us, and that's what toe-to-toe is all about. It's just showing you just two different ways is usually we talk about, but there are probably 17 different ways. We're right. just demonstrating that, right? And today, today, the throwdown is all about this. Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. Do you get the bang for your buck with a virtual assistant? This is really big right now, virtual assistant, the Philippines topping, right? Right. So do you get the bang for your buck for a virtual assistant? All this right. is going to be a short one. You ready? Yeah. What's your answer? No. (laughs) And do you have experience with a virtual assistant? Oh, I do. I've (laughs) tried it several times because a lot of people are like, they're the best. They'll do blah, 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 blah. And I've tried it and it freaking doesn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) And tell us why it didn't work for you. And if you don't mind... Tell us what your DNA is in that. Like, what's the whole picture if you had DNA in that process? Oh, of course I did. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I love you. So as you know, I am a high D or a high driver. Mm -hmm. I'm also a high I, which a lot of people don't realize. But anyway, so I am very good at like the big picture and I am terrible, like all caps, terrible at the details. Right. Terrible. So the issue that I ran into is I really want to be surrounded by people to use their own brain. Like I like different ideas. I like people that like have different, like you, you know, like you have a differing opinion on me on like a handful of things. And like, I like that, you know, but our values are the same. And what I found with the virtual assistants is, I mean, they were all very nice. I've tried, I've tried it three different times over the last like 10 years. They're all very nice people. And we got along like on a personal level, but they have to, it has to be very specific what you're having them do. And I, and I have systems in my business, obviously. I mean, that's how we're able to do so many deals, Mm -hmm. but like, I also like, not having like just not being so like focused like do step one do step two do step three because real estate is emotional for people and it's not always that easy and And I just had huh tell me with that is that an actual argument against all assistants or just the virtual piece because even if you have somebody sitting in your 
office, wouldn't you need to go, hey, here's step one, step two, step three? So thank you so much. Good point. I think if somebody's sitting in the office, like I've had a lot of great assistants, like actual assistants, Mm -hmm. the, the difference has been... And I've had mostly American assistants. I did have a um, Mariana. She's from Estonia. She's probably listening. Hey, Mariana. Hi, Mariana. I love you. Miss her. <laughs> um, but the difference is is the way that the the thought process. So, like, and I even noticed this when I was traveling. Like in Asia, when you go to travel, and you like, I went went to a Mexican restaurant one time, and I was like, "Can we get guacamole?" And she's like, "We don't have it." And I said, okay, but I, I want to order these tacos. And it says it has avocado on it. Do you have the avocado? She said, yeah, we have avocado. I was like, okay, it says it has pico on it. Do you have pico? Yeah, we have pico. And I'm thinking, you have you have guacamole. <laughs> like, this is what we run into all the time, Out in my experience, outside of the US, Canada, Mexico, and, and Europe. It's like, we... the the thought process is different. We are problem solvers. Mm -hmm. VAs, they are task oriented and you have to be super specific. And if there is something that they met, like you missed, like they will be stopped. They will not be able to figure it out. And they will also not try. Mm. And so that's where I think it was more of just like a, it wasn't a personality conflict. I don't know what you call that, but like mm-hmm. for me, I, it made me crazy. And I don't care if I'm paying four or five or six dollars an hour. If you make me crazy, I would rather just not. So, is it basically that if somebody doesn't feel like they have ownership of something, they're just going to literally be very practical and it's uh, not practical. They're just going to follow directions blindly, like to just to the point of stopping if they don't know what is right. Next. Mm-hmm. And I've had conversations with people about actually, I've had a lot of conversations with people on how they are successful with their VAs. And they're, this is, they are successful because they are people that are like, step one, get in your car. Step two, use the car key to turn the car. Step, do you know what I mean? Step three, go put it in drive. Like, right. I just don't want to do that. I don't want to give you directions until you get to where you don't know. Like, don't tell me to go out of my driveway. I know how to do that. Right. So then would you see, so, so my side of this is, yes, I believe people can be successful with virtual assistant. Obviously, just like anything else, got to be the right person with the right personality match with the right skill set, like all of those things, but that's not rocket science. When I think we're talking about international too, like we have a virtual transaction manager that's American. And that works fine. And technically I'm virtual. I mean, I run the real estate business virtually too. So we're talking about like the international. The international piece. Right. And, but you're right in what you said, there are a lot of people that are using it effectively. And I think if their systems allow for the step-by-step-by-step checklist, very clear cut, if this, then this kind of thing, you're saying it could work. Are they right? really different? Like, are they really? I mean, a handful of transactions are the same, but you always have those few that are not. Well, sure. So, does that mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater? Like, oh, well, for those one deal that's going to be complicated, I'm not hiring a virtual assistant because she's going to run into that. <laughs> have you had one before? Um, I have. I actually have one right now that I've just started using, and I've started with baby steps, like the smallest little thing. Yeah. And uh, 
she's very effective with it because it's relatively cut and dry. There's not a lot of decisions being made kind of is what it is. Right. Right. And that's why I would argue on the side that, yeah, a virtual assistant from a from a ROI standpoint can be extremely helpful to a business. See, I don't know because I think it just depends. Like if you, I see what you're saying. If it's like a, a task, if you have one task that's constantly being repeated, that Mm -hmm. it also doesn't need much oversight. Right. The other problem that a lot of people don't think about is what about the oversight piece? So if I'm paying my virtual assistant $6 an hour to do this task, But then as a real estate agent, I'm, I mean, I make $400 an hour, but I'm spending an hour oversight, oversight, like, no, it's not worth it. Well, hopefully that would just be a temporary oversight. You're right. If you're constantly doing that. Yeah. You've got the wrong person. Yeah. There's probably some kind of a bell curve, right? Like Mm -hmm. as you ramp up, it's more, but then I don't know. I would have to do the math. It's it's not my personality. Somebody else would have to manage like that process. I I just can't. Well, leverage is powerful, uh, but it's not. It's also painful. You know that finding that <laughs> moment in your business where you got to leverage. You've got to be right. patient with that, right? And that's so quotable. Leverage is powerful, and it's, it's also painful. painful. Yeah, write that down. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I, I just uh, I think it does have to do with what exactly are you trying to leverage out? Right. If you want a, an assistant and you think a virtual assistant is going to be that person and it's better that they're $10 an hour instead of 20, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. But if this is, oh my gosh, I'm spending two hours a day doing this mindless thing that could be systematically entered in by somebody in wherever Philippines like what like maybe if they're like looking up phone numbers or email like yeah data entry or data entry yeah yeah researching stuff like the gal for me she's researching some um content for a facebook thing now she's not posting it for me mm-hmm. i have to that has to come from me i think that's a big mistake when people turn their social media over to other people Agreed. that doesn't mean there's not behind the scenes stuff that she can then funnel through me that then i can True. spit out as me so just stuff that i would spend hours like on those cards maybe yeah, those cards, uh, send out cards where you could then sign off on the final version, but she could do the legwork with putting it together. Probably but, not send out cards though, because a lot of those you're writing a personal message. Well, this is what, um, and we're, I've, I've seen one agent doing this and what they do is they send the picture, they pull it off Facebook, they send the picture and they send what to write on it. And she assembles it inside of send out cards. Okay, so yeah, you could do then, that. And then says, hey, it's ready for your approval. And then that agent goes in and hits send. Great. Because that agent, actually, here's what's funny. That agent is such a perfectionist, they would spend an hour on the fucking send out card. Wow. Right? Like, tr- like, oh, should I do this? Should I do this? Instead, this person Instead does of- it. And then... Yeah. So, I mean, and that goes back to just like knowing yourself, right? Like what are you spending too much time on that doesn't mm-hmm. need that much time, but like you physically cannot stop yourself. Right. Right. And <laughs> it's a black hole. Right. Oh. YouTube. All right. Shall we go back to our corners here? I think so. <laughs> We're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final punches. Bow, bow, bow. 
Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we ring the final bell, Jen and I took this question to the streets. We asked every agent we could find, what do you think about virtual assistants? Do you get your bang for your buck? Jen, what did the people say? A lot of people were in the position of thinking of using one, <laughs> getting ready to get ready. Get ready to get ready. I'm yeah. thinking that might be a good idea. Yeah, right. And I actually, um, Adam Curry from Keller Williams. Hey, Adam. Adam. He uses, um, he does more investor business and he uses a virtual assistant. And I did a longer recording with him and dropped it into our toe-to-toe uh, podcast Facebook page. Okay. It was really interesting. We had a pretty heated discussion about it too. Ah, interesting. So I would recommend people going to check that out. And he is having success with his virtual assistant. He thinks it's great. And he has a very He's, tight system probably that he or she is working, correct? Yeah. I mean, Adam is a high, um, he's so analytical, like mm-hmm. super okay. analytical. Step by step by step. <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. for him, that that makes sense. He's actually was getting ready to up their hours. Wow. Okay. So he likes it. (sighs) All right. Should we get back inside? I think we should. Let's go back to the ring. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Close out with our final round. Do you want to go? go? You go first. I'll go first. No. I'm going to say it depends. (laughs) How about that for confrontational? (laughs) It depends. And here's what I mean by this. I say, yes, if, if, it's the right task and you're the right person and you're willing to train and you're willing to uh, put the system together and you're willing to be patient. I think absolutely a virtual assistant can add to your business and give bang for the buck for sure. I agree on certain tasks, but I say in general, if you're looking, I, I personally have found more success hiring actual administrative help that is quote unquote local, mm-hmm. I guess. And, and it's really f- because of the mindset and the ownership, like you had mentioned. So if you come over to my house and you say, do you have any chocolate chip cookies? And I say, no, you're going to be pissed because you're going to know I actually have the ingredients of the chocolate chip cookies inside the house. I just haven't made them yet. Right. Like the guacamole example. <laughs> That's right. If I know you have the ingredients and you tell me no, then I'll be like, oh, well, let's just make them. I don't think I'd be upset. But if you're like, I mean, I might be a little upset, especially if I warned you I was coming over to eat chocolate chip cookies and you didn't make them. Those happen to be my favorite. Anyway. I can just see you like, you dumbass, you do too have the ingredients. Now make them. Well, I, w- I was going to ask her to bring me all the ingredients and I would just kind of make it. It'll whip it up. I mean, it's guacamole. It's anyway, not hard. We digress. We digress. All right. That's going to have to be the end of today's battle. Let's put this one out of its misery right here. And do you think uh, that somebody got knocked out today? I don't think so. Is Jen on the ground? Am I no. laying around? What's going no. on? All right. Go to our Facebook page, comment, vote. And who do you think won today's toe-to-toe battle? 
As always, guys, we appreciate your support and we appreciate you subscribing to uh, this podcast and all your comments help a lot. And always, if you have any ideas for us on topics, we love to hear that too. Yes. And we hope you enjoyed today's battle. And we hope you heard something here that helps you get clarity on your business and the right path for you. It's always a pleasure, Monica. Jen, it was great. I can't wait to see you next time. Boom. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.